join me, Ed Blockton, on a journey through the music of Sergei Lyapunov, presented prosaically and obsessively, Opus 1 to Opus 71. We now reach Opus 2, uh, named a ballad for orchestra, subtitled a Overture. I think it's slightly more advanced than a simple overture. I think Lyapunov is doing himself a disservice by calling it an overture. Essentially, like I said before, Lyapunov starts in the middle of his compositional development. He doesn't pull any punches, even when he's written something that's theoretically called an overture. In the mid-19th century, um, single movement pieces were generally called overtures, and they generally had um, rules about uh, how you ordered the tunes in your overture. Hector Berlioz started to collapse this, didn't quite... César Franck, Franz Liszt, collapsed this and basically said you can write anything you like in one form. I would argue that Lee Appenel's Ballade is, is a collapsed overture. Not quite a symphonic poem. Symphonic poem is where the rules have gone and you can order things as you like. Not quite that, but it's a collapsed overture. Uh, so it's not really an overture either. So in, the, in a sense it's a form of symphonic poem. So, how does a symphonic poem work? Work. A symphonic poem worked with sonata form usually. Sonata form is you start with the main tune, which you might call A, and then you have a slow second tune, which you might call B, and and then you had a development, and then you went back to the beginning again with um, tune A and tune B. In classical form of Mozart and Haydn and Beethoven. The idea was to go back to, to where you started. So in order to create a sense of classical balance, you um, you have your starting material, then you have a middle material, and you come back to the beginning again to round the circle. That's the point of sonata form. Balakirev, the key influence on Lyapunov, stayed fond of this. He was writing overtures and sonata form and all of that stuff. He was writing that till he was his death in, in the 20th century. So he's a very much traditionalist because Lyapunov collapses it from his Opus 2. In what way? Let's describe, let's describe the Opus 2. I'll give you a, a rundown and then maybe you can decide whether you think it's what form it's in. Right, we get a slow drum roll which leads to a long, um, what sounds like a folk tune. Folk tunes are very important to Russian composers as a form of representing nationalism. Um, Folk tunes very, uh, were very popular. It's the kind of really long tune. It doesn't just end with four bars. It goes on for a very long time. Um, you might hear that in Rachmaninoff. You certainly hear that in um, Shostakovich. So that big, long Russian folk tune um, stays well into the 20th century uh, as a representation of folk music. A very slow Russian dirge. Um, this, however, is not the main theme because it doesn't really come back again. It's referenced and it gets receives a couple of cameos, but it's not really the main tune. The th uh, main way that Lyapunov collapses his sonata form is with the link material, the glue in between the different um, tunes. So you know where you are. The, the piece is fairly straight line in the sense that you know this theme is happening and then it's this theme. You can almost see where you are in the score. However, the link material is advanced uh, enough and subtle enough that 
it blur um it functionally it blurs you here um it's sort of always moving um so after this long long slow folk theme you have um cellos and oboes echoing each other um but this is only this is hints this is only link material we what you, you might argue is the main theme happens next you could argue that all the themes are derivations of the same music this is called monothematism one tune um but even though there are i counted one two three four five well four <laughs> exactly you know but they're all derivations of each other possibly um but this is the main so this is the main theme the, and i what i might call the nice theme um it's picked up by the flutes and clarinets and they're leading it up. Na, 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 na. you can think of that very nice theme. okay so we have our nice theme um we then have um a, a link material um which references the opening music so we have a slight reference here but it's really link material arguably you could even argue it's another theme but the fact that things are flowing and shifting and changing is a is a measure of this piece's subtlety um right so this referential um theme link material leads to a another what you might call a counter theme um in counterpoint uh counterpoint is when you have two two lines bouncing off each other um it's the way they write oh old music um bach uh, js bach um Baroque music. Um, the formalists and conservatists liked um, to keep doing it well into the 20th century because they thought it was the way you should write music. That list was one of the. Yeah, there's lots of composers who break down this conservatism. But anyway, this section, this is perhaps the Balakirov section. This is perhaps the point where Balakirov sat Lyapunov down and said, write some counterpoint. Lyapunov is slightly slightly smarter than that. This counter theme isn't the first theme, is it a new theme? Um develops into builds up to a more distressed version of what you're hearing. Um we then have um some more link material, so it doesn't change, it doesn't suddenly change. We flow from the distressed stuff to a sort of umpa, another counter theme. Um is it a version of the main theme? But it's 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 certainly quite clear. Is it? It could be a development of the distressed music we had before. Um, indeed, uh, it, it, at times it mixes pieces of other themes in there as well. Then we have the nice theme comes back, and arguably the nice theme stays to the end of the piece. But again, what's happening is quite complex. If the music was simple, when the old tunes come back, um, they would sound the same. They don't. They're always changing. They're always shifting. So even when you, you know it's the, it's the same tune, but it's presented in such a different manner um, at every point, um, even when some of it's familiar, it's a truly advanced um, musical story. Um, yeah, so the, the way the bits link, ext extended references to bits. Um, there's another build-up. Uh, to something more agitated and then we get down to something more settled and finally the music calms down um, and we get the horns leading and then you can now we're definitely in nice theme territory um, and eventually that's how the piece fades out that's how the piece, piece ends with nice theme references nice theme references. so 
Is it in sonata form? A, B, development, A, B. Um, arguably, it could be. Well, if you so if you take the, the folk theme as an um, introduction, um, you have your... The nice theme is the main theme, and the nice theme is slow, and usually the A theme in sonata form is fast. Nice theme, derivation of that theme, second derivation... Are they linked? Maybe there's a, a third tune here. So it could be A, B, C, D. It could be A, B, 1, B, 2, B, 3. It could be A, 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 A. Um, and then we get back to the beginning again. So is it ternary form? A, B, 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 A? Mm. Because of the way that things are changing and shaping and shifting uh, and counter-referencing each other, um, the lines are blurred between the the lines are already blurred between the themes as it is, so you could have you could argue is this not form well, sort of it sort of comes back it comes out with a slow tune and it doesn't come back with two tunes it actually comes. I think you get my point. It's not you you'd have to make a complicated argument as to what the form is. So it's not really a neat and tidy concert overture. I would argue therefore because of its various complexities. Interestingly enough, the harmony is not complex. I would say that, although I don't like to talk about complex harmony because that I've already said some complicated things and I could waffle on about harmony. Not so complicated here. The rest of what's going on is. So, again, like I said, um, Lyapunov is starting from the middle. He's starting with advanced complex material. The fact that I even have to argue about what the form is tells me that it's not simple at all. And indeed, its complexity tells me it's also not a standard overture. What an unusual thing to start with. We're only on Opus 2. Right. Um, opus 3 follows, surprisingly enough. More reverie. Reverie playful. So that one should be less complicated. Ed, or Ed will also talk about books. I'm going to start a series about um, what is the novel. And to try and link back to the book stuff on this channel. Um, I've been Ed Bloxham. I will continue to be Ed Bloxham. If you like this content, if you have suggestions for new content, if you have any other recommendations, you'll notice I, I pointed the camera uh, not at the window this time, so I'm getting better at this. Please like and subscribe, or don't.